challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to talk to you about something very important about building great manhood and the habits and disciplines of great manhood into your life. And I want you to relax because this is going to be painless. <laughs> you know, a lot of times when we're talking about great manhood, we're talking about being good men, we're talking about pressing in. You know, it feels like there are these big projects and we've got to approach our life in big ways. And, you know, it's like building a house, you know, or getting a doctorate or going to law school or something. It's big, it's massive, it's expensive. And this is what it what's required, you know, for us to be great men. And I'm and I'm and I'm grateful that you're willing to invest in that way. But I want to talk to you about the tiny things in this podcast. One of the things that I was taught to do in my early life was to focus on the small disciplines. My father was a military man. Uh, he was he retired as a lieutenant colonel. And I loved him, and he was a man of discipline. And I would watch him do the things a military man had to do. I would wash, watch him shine his shoes. I would watch him... Uh, put the all the adornments onto his uniform. Uh, I, I would watch him tend his uniform and get it dry cleaned. Uh, I watched him with his guns. Uh, I watched him tr- make sure that he stayed in good shape. And all these, all these little disciplines, all these micro things, the way he did a handshake. I remember when I was a little boy, little boy, he shook hands with me and he said, now, now son, you're going to want to, you're going to want to firm up that handshake. Let me show you how to do this. And so here he was, he did, he literally given thought to how a handshake happens. And then of course, being a little boy in an army man's house, an army officer's house, you know, I would salute him when he would come home. Well, he took that seriously and said, okay, well, let me show you how to salute. And there were, there were little, little things that I wasn't doing right. And it wasn't that he was harsh or critical. It was that he knew the lore of these things. He'd gone to the military academy. He'd, he was an officer. He'd gone up the ranks. And military life is about doing the small things well. There's a way you stand in formation. There's a way you present yourself. There's a way you talk to a senior officer and all that kind of stuff. And we all know that just from watching movies, but, but we've never been required to perfect it. And I tend to be a big picture guy. I tend to be, you know, I'm not real real about the details. I can focus on those if I have to, but not for very long. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of visionary, big picture, literary, broad scope. And so one of the things that helped me in my life as a man was when I was taught by some men that often manhood consists in, in doing little disciplines well, doing little deeds, little habits well. And so I, I, have, I have begun to see a lot of my life as a man as consisting in little habits, little consistent habits that make a great deal of difference. And if I'll build them into my life, they become almost unthinkingly um, great enhancements. Uh, they communicate, they build into me, uh, and build into others the things that that are meant to be built. For example, from my earliest days, I have believed that a man ought to care for and protect a woman. It's it's what I was taught. It's what I believe. So, and please, I trust you to hear me that I'm not bragging here. Absolutely not. But every time I possibly can, I open the car door for my wife. Now, this isn't this isn't because she's weak or stupid. She can certainly open the door for herself. 
She's my wife. I love her. I care for her. I open the door every single time. And by the way, I was taught (laughs) by some guys who did this to always make sure to look down and make sure that her dress or her feet are not uh, hanging outside the door before you close the door. I know a guy who decided to start opening the car door for his wife and ended up breaking her foot, um, which didn't score the points he wanted to score. So why am I mentioning this? I simply built this habit into my life. I built the habit into my life of opening the car door for my wife. And I do it unthinkingly. In fact, I'm not even sure she thinks about it most of the time. Fine. But it tells her I love her. It tells her I care for her. It tells her that she's special. Uh, It tells her not that she's weaker or less, not at all. We have a marriage of equals as much as any I've ever seen. But but it, it communicates something. And it's just a habit. It's just a habit. Unless Bev happens to beat me around the car, you know, uh, or we're carrying something or we're at some, you know, like out of a ranch or something, the car is turned in a certain way where, where, it's, where she just beats me to it and gets in the car on her own. Um, I will open the car door every single time. Um, I have a thousand of these micro disciplines worked into my life. Uh, I, you know, whenever I'm, I leave the country a lot, I travel a lot internationally. Whenever I leave the country, I call my children. I call them both. I tell them what I'm doing. I tell them I'll miss them, tell them where I'll be. And I'll tell, tell them how they can reach me. Now they're both either side of 30, but this means something to them. This says something. It's a discipline. It's a regular thing. Um, I greet my wife in the morning and kiss her and hold her. I kiss her at night. Uh, I, I could, I could mention a thousand things like this. Um, every evening I ask her, can I make you something? You got to make you a cocktail. Can I make you a drink? Can I, can we, can I get you something? Um, I'm not trying to present myself as though I am her butler. Please don't misunderstand. Um, but, but what you must do is not make these things special in the sense that they are one off events for which you're waiting for commendation. I don't open the car door and then you know, stand aside and wait for a compliment. No, it's just part of the regular life of a man loving his wife. It's just part of it. How you speak, the things I say. Uh, I tell my wife every day I love her. I tell her, I, I put my arms around her. I touch her every day. Um, it's, it's not now Now we could laugh and say, well, gosh, Mansfield, you're presenting this like it's a discipline. No, it's not a discipline, but it's something you have to be consistent about. When these little disciplines drift away, that's when people are in trouble, and not just in marriage, but in your life. Uh, I am working very hard in my latter years here. I'm working very hard to get up every morning and work out. Now, I work out hard every day. Uh, I, I cycle about an hour every day. I lift weights. I do things every day. But but to do it first thing in the morning, that's not been easy for me. But the more I build it in, the more benefit there is, the better it is for my day. Microdisciplines, things you're working at all the time, telling people things, uh, having certain rituals, uh, having time to, to, to uh, investing the time in things, uh, talking to your children a certain way. If I still had children in the home, there would absolutely be time uh, with them every day. There would absolutely be disciplines. There would absolutely be ways of, of uh, giving them a hug or touching them or, or, or hanging out with them or playing with them. And, and what I'm trying to say is that men are better with regular disciplines than they are with trying to remember to do the one-off. Now, you need to do the one-off. You need to do the anniversary thing. You need to love well. You need to plan the big event. You, 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 need, you need to be invested in, in big, broad things that can't just happen every day. 
But most men are good with habit. They're good with ritual. You know, I've known guys, they get up, they go down to the coffee shop every morning, eat the same breakfast every morning, run their car in exactly the same way, check their list in exactly the same way. Uh, Men are good being like pilots going through their checklist. Um, we're, we're just, we're just good at those kinds of systems. We're good at those kinds of daily plans. We're good at those kinds of disciplines. We'll make it work for you. How are you using micro disciplines to benefit yourself? Uh, how are you, for example, I'm, I, I, I do a lot of stretching while I'm just sitting at my desk. You can imagine given what I do as a writer, uh, I spend a lot of time at a desk. So I've just, I've just begun to make micro-disciplines. I've just begun to make sure that I'm doing things consistently to, to, to keep myself in good shape and to, and to stretch and, to, and I put, put, one, put my ankle on, one ankle on a knee and, and, and bend down and stretch my whole back and upper legs and all that kind of thing and do then in reverse and do it with the opposite knee. It all sounds simple, but once you start doing it, it becomes a habit. And men are good at this. This is how men think. You know, they've proven that you can actually create a habit in your life if you'll just do it consistently for 21 days. And at 21 days, the brain synapses rewire themselves. And before long, you'll miss it if it doesn't happen. If you get up every single day, and I'm making this up now, but let's say you get up every single day and you drink an orange drink first thing in the morning, you do that for 21 days on the 22nd or 23rd day, uh, it, you're going to miss that. It's going to feel like it was, it's, it's what you're meant to do. You'll naturally gravitate towards that. And if it doesn't happen, uh, your whole system will uh, begin to tell you it needs that orange drink. That's how we build habits. So men are good at this. And you want to make it work in your favor. What's, what's your consistent habit with your son? What's your consistent habit with your daughter? What's your consistent habit in loving your wife? What's your consistent habit in, in building a band of brothers? What's your consistent habit in taking care of yourself? We can't let the pace of our lives push us so that everything has to come as an afterthought. You, you don't want loving your wife or your kids. You don't want taking care of your body. You don't want improving yourself to be something that you have to remember as though it's a one-off. Build habits into your day. How do you greet your wife in the morning? I'm not saying make that some kind of ritual or some kind of habit. Nothing is less romantic to people or less loving than for them to feel like they're on your list of habits for the day. That is not what I'm saying. But I make it a habit to greet my wife and hug her and, and kiss her in the morning and ask certain questions. And, and, and there are ways of touch and things like that that go on through our day that communicate things. You make them habits. You build them in. And this is this is... Uh, I'm excited about this kind of area for most of you because this is where we're using the strengths of being a man, uh, the, the tendencies of a man in a positive way. Like I say, most men are habit driven. Uh, and also they're, they're, they're very much, dr- they're drawn out emotionally by physical things. As I said many, as I said many times, the average guy who works with a hammer, when he gets a hammer in his hand, his whole body resets and he's ready to work. It's like, it's like everything, everything, once he gets his tools in his hands, it's like the, the tactile physical experience of having those tools in his hands causes, um, it summons his emotions, summons his feelings, uh, dissipates anything that's in the way. He, he's ready to go. Put the basketball in the hand of a basketball player. He's ready to, he's ready to go. Now he may not be stretched out or hydrated and warmed up like he should be, but he's ready to get there. Just by having the ball in his hand, just by having that thing happen again, that's happened so many times, it resets him. So uh, my micro-disciplines towards Bev 
I shouldn't even call them disciplines, but it's the best term I know. My little disciplines, my little habits towards her, they draw out love. When I open that door for her and she gets in and I check to make sure that her, you know, her skirt or her scarf or her foot's not outside the door and then I close it. As I walk around that car to get my side, I feel more affection for her. It's not that it's affection that wasn't there. It's not that the habit is creating the love. It's that it's drawing it out. It's keeping its its surface. It's keeping it expressed. It's keeping it alive and stirring. When I greet her in the morning, uh, when we have our little rituals, when we have our time together, uh, when I say certain things, when I check in in a certain way, when I say certain things to my kids, uh, when, when I behave in a certain consistent way, it, it, it draws out what's already inside of me. Most men, especially of a certain generation, speak as though, well, I feel a lot. I just don't, I just don't express it very well. Well, these micro-disciplines, these rituals towards the people you love and care about, uh, they will summon that love. They will channel that love. They will express that love. Uh, I mean, I know it's trite and it sounds like the poster that's on a counselor's wall, but you ought to hug everyone you love who's in your house every day. There ought to be a hug every day. There ought to be a check-in to find out how they're doing every day. I'm talking about a father with uh, with a wife and children in the house. Um, there ought to be something. There ought to be some humor and some and a little bit of jostling every day. Uh, these are disciplines that you can have. Uh, my prayer life is a discipline. My reading life is a discipline. My checking in with the people I love is a discipline. Uh, even my texting can be a discipline. There are people I'm away from, but I love and I care about. Uh, maybe I know that they're going through a tough time. I, I just I think through who do I need to text today or who do I need to call? Who do I need to check in with? Why do I do that? Because there's a certain time of day when that becomes natural to me. I've made it a habit. So this is so simple that it's easy for us to lose. Men are great at habit and disciplines once they pursue them, once they decide to build them into their lives. And again, the, your entire body, your entire system of brain synapses orients towards habit. And it's something that we need to have. Yeah, we need to have the exciting special one-off things. That's always going to be there. But build habits. And don't announce it, by the way. Don't sit down at dinner tonight and say, hey, I got a whole lot of new habits for you guys. Mansfield said I should do it. That'll get us both in trouble. No, just start building rituals of health and love and and strengthening in your life. And I think you're going to find this really powerful. Love in a certain way, build in a certain way, get healthy in a certain way, learn in a certain way, build it into your life. I get on an airplane, uh, plane time is some of my favorite time just because it's quiet and peaceful. I get on a plane, I'm telling you what, as soon as I sit down in a plane seat and throw on those Bose headphones, the next thing I do is think, what am I going to read? Because I spend almost all my time flying, reading. And so that is some of my best time. I fly to the Middle East 13, 14, 15 hours some places. And I'll tell you what I'm reading. Or if I'm not sleeping, I'm reading and having something to eat. And it makes all the difference in the world. But I have habituated when my butt gets in that seat, my eyes and my brain immediately want to start reading something. Why? Because I've done it so many times. So build those rituals in. Habituate healthiness, habituate to an extent, romance shouldn't be all habit, but some of it should be, habituate health, habituate learning, habituate the disciplines that you need to become a great man. This is one of the great strengths of manhood. This is one of the great strengths of how we're made and you need to harness it and use it to do the good you are meant to do. To join the great man movement or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's three essential books for men, 
Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, Building Your Band of Brothers, and Men on Fire, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.